Hello and you're very welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. I'm Johnny Hammond, I'm flying solo this week, no birth, but we do have two stellar guests for you. We hear from the Italian camp and the Scotland camp in a, in a bumper week of women's rugby from all over the world. We'll be reflecting on it. We've got news from India, Kazakhstan, results from New Zealand, from France, up in Edmonton. We've got, well, history-making referees. We've got open sides retiring, all the rest of it. We can only really start in one place this week. Over in Parma for those European qualifiers for the World Cup later this year in New Zealand where Italy beat Spain with 34 points to 10, with a vital bonus point to book their place in a pool with the host New Zealand, alongside the USA and Villa. We will hear from Dada Franco just in a moment's time, but we also hear from the Scotland camp as well. Emma Wassell will be joining us on the pod, celebrating her 50th cap, but also celebrating the fact that Scotland squeezed past Ireland in the most dramatic of fashions, 20 points to 18 to book themselves into that final qualification tournament alongside Samar uh, and Colombia and the runner-up of the Asia tournament which will commence next week. But enough of me babbling on, let's get straight to the ladies who are in the thick of the action this weekend. Let's go to Italy first and Giada Franco. What an absolute treat this morning on the Women's Rugby Pod to be joined by Giada Franco. Good morning, Giada. Good morning, Johnny. Nice to meet you. Lovely, lovely to see you. Um, just huge, huge congratulations. How were the celebrations in celebrating now getting to a World Cup down in New Zealand? Oh my God, it was crazy, crazy celebration. Uh, I think we're still celebrating. My voice didn't come back, <laughs> so it was it was crazy. But one of one of the best feelings I've I've had from from a long time now, really. It it, it seems as though from from the outside there is um a real sense of t- togetherness about this squad. There's a there's a nice blend of of experienced players, you know, like yourself. Um, that are coming together and some and some youth in there uh, as well. Is, is that would that be a fair assessment from from the outside? Absolutely, absolutely. I think we've reached a uh, uh, so close group this year that we we were aiming for so long. I don't see me as as an experienced player yet, but uh, I'm like one of those in the middle where there is experienced players who are. Uh, pushing you and the youngest one who are you know really excited and making you feel happy at any time to be there so it's really really a close group and I'm really happy that we're bonding so much together yeah yeah absolutely um I mean t- t- take us through obviously the, the Spain result 34 10 in the end um with a bonus point was was enough to to, to set you through to to the World Cup. Just take us through your assessment of, of that game. Uh, like, uh, I think the score doesn't really reflect because the game wasn't so easy, it seems. Like, you know, at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half, we we suffered quite a lot. They were aggressive, they were pushing 
into into territory. So uh, we were really happy to get the bonus point because it wasn't easy. Uh, but I think once we understand understood what what was the key of the game, so uh, playing physical and you know try to attack them straight uh, straight. I think we we did quite a good a good job. Yep. So you, that 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 result comes through, and you, you're obviously very very happy. You then got to sit and watch, and wait. Um, did, where did you watch the uh, the Scotland Island game? So we watched it at the stadium because yeah. obviously we were we were waiting for uh, any any type of pre, of uh, premiation. I think it's called. I don't know. Premiation. <laughs> yeah, premiation. Yep. Very yeah, good. We were, we were waiting for for uh, any results, so we were there. But when we realized Scotland won, and we were to off to New Zealand, we just everything went crazy. So the prosecco started to fly, the limoncella, all that kind of stuff. Sorry, say again. So the prosecco started to flow at that point, and the limoncella. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What did you, what did you make of the, uh, the the Scotland Island game? Oh my god, Scotland is so so resilient. Like they they a team who never dies, don't they? We know every yeah. time we play them. Doesn't matter if you're favorite on that on those type of game or if seems that you uh, probably everyone was thinking that Ireland will beat Scotland, and I think that's why they won. So every time you know they're the last chance, they do something, and yeah, I think they probably could have done obviously like everyone a little bit better in the game. So Ireland, I think, uh, had more possession, more territory for the major part of the game, but they didn't. They didn't give up. They just scored uh, what 78 minutes. So wow, uh, I'm really happy for them. Uh, sorry for most of my Irish friends because obviously it's really disappointing to uh, lose the chance to go for a World Cup, especially if you are a team like Ireland, who I think is always in a World Cup. But I'm yeah, really happy... Yeah, they hosted the last one, didn't they? Yeah. But I'm yeah. really happy for, for the Scottish friends who Jade was saying me that she never went for a World Cup in I don't know how many years of her career. So I'm really happy for them too. I think they deserved They showed that they deserve it to be there. Yeah, Jolo, just just a, a couple more for me because I know it's, we're squeezing this in your 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 full working day. I mean, Thirty-eight thirteen uh, against Scotland in a first half completely blew them away. Um, then obviously that uh, that seven fifteen loss to to Ireland. Of course, we spoke about the third or ten win against 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 Spain. You now to a Six Nations that has steadily been improving. I've commentated on a, on a few of your games and just been incredibly impressed. And you're now going to a World Cup pool with Canada, USA, and New Zealand. You can go to both those tournaments with a huge amount of confidence, can't you? Yeah, I think it will. It will be really, really difficult. But I think we're preparing for from so long now, and we're reaching, as you said, a really tight group who are working and pushing each other. So, uh, I we still have one year before our World Cup, don't we? So we still have a Six Nation to be done. Uh, we still have some 
test matches. So uh, I think we will have all the time and uh, the the moments to get the preparation done before we we go there. And we will try to do our best for sure. We don't want to go for our cup only to be, you know, a team present, but we want to, to go and, you know, say that we are there to compete. Yeah, 100%. Well, uh, just on the playing side, it just seems to be a slight more freedom to, to the way that you're playing. To, I mean, in very, very basic terms, give, giving the ball a little bit more air. Um, yeah. Is that just a purely a confidence thing or is it a very much a, a conscious thing? Has Andrea sort of drummed that into you a little bit? Leah, let's have a bit more confidence in the way that we're playing. Yeah, definitely. We, we, we're we having more confidence of what we play, but I think this is reflected by the fact that we never had so much time like this year. Like, basically, we haven't played, but we've seen each other more than when we usually play. And I think this is massive, 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 because uh, you get to train with each other, you get to get your times with each other, you know what, a, what your player will do before she probably does. So, uh, I think this is, yeah, for sure, a lot of confidence and a tight group will, will help this. But definitely the fact that we had so much camp during the summer, like we usually never have, a different, had a lot of influence on this. Oh, nice. OK. Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah, and then hopefully during going into that World Cup, you'll you'll have some camps and some time together there as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to plan everything now because obviously till now we didn't know what will happen. But we are in, always in conversation with all the staff, the management staff. So I think everything will be really good planned for, for next year. Oh, well, I, I personally can't, can't wait to see you in the Six Nations. Can't see, wait to see you down, down at the World Cup. Ah, oh, what, what, what exciting times. And to be playing down in New Zealand, obviously, um, yeah, a rugby rugby hotbed should be hugely exciting. How are you? Uh, I didn't really ask at the top. I, I apologize. How are you personally? How's it being back over there? We certainly miss you in the quarters of Harlequins. Uh, it's really really nice. So the club championship here didn't start yet. It will start in two weeks. So I'm really really excited to play here too again with all, all the teammates here in Italy. I, I do miss the quarters too. I was really happy to see them win the, the Premier 15th last year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm, I'm a little bit sore from the last three weeks. It wasn't- Is that the, he- was, the, head, the head or the body? From the celebration? The head and the body, both, 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 <laughs> both, 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 both of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm really happy. It wasn't easy to be like three weeks in a bubble and you know everything like everyone does, but uh, it wasn't easy, but I, it was it was definitely worth it. Yeah, great stuff. John, we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you so, so much for, for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Huge, huge congratulations to to you, the, the rest of the squad, to Andrea and, uh, and the country. And um, we look forward to seeing you in the six sessions. Perhaps we'll, uh, we'll catch up there. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you very much. Always you a pleasure. Take care. I'm Jake Conkle, and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. Well, brilliant to hear from John Franco um, and those celebrations that were that were starting in the stands uh, during the uh, the Scotland and, uh, and Ireland game. Yeah, really nice bunch of uh, players 
lucky enough to, to spend some time in and around them on commentary duty and they're a very accessible bunch they they really enjoy each other's company um a lot, a lot of smiles go on and I, I, you heard there from jada the, the the closeness of the group and you know with this global pandemic you know um certain things change and they've obviously had a lot of time together um and that mental side of, of it being about people and rather than just just athletes um, is really really important. Um, so brilliant to, to have Jada on the pod. Thank her hugely, and well, yeah, we'll we'll catch up with her no doubt um, around the Six Nations time. Let's hear from the other European team closer to home. Let's hear from Scotland now, who squeezed into that qualification group now, uh, and a lady who had a very very special afternoon at the weekend as well. Here's Emma Wassell joining us on the WRP. It is a very, very good morning to Emma Wassell, the uh, lady who, no doubt, I mean, where, what sort of cloud are we on now? Are we drifted back down to six or are we still up at nine? <laughs> no, we're slowly bringing ourselves back down to reality now. Uh, it's, quite a, it's quite a harsh reality, but uh, no, it's uh, still, still very, still ecstatic from the weekend, but um, back to the day job. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean... Uh... Yeah, you know, let's start a conversation on, on on a low, but that's the that's the harsh realities of it, isn't it? Um, that you you play in such a huge game, you give yourselves a chance at a World Cup, and then boom, you're you're, you're back to it. You back to it yesterday or, or today? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday. Oh, it was It is much easier to go in to work when you've won. It is much much easier. So that's yeah. Of course. <laughs> what what is the day job? Uh, accountant. So I'm an oh. oh wow, okay. Yeah, probably it looks like a very smart chair you've got there and a <laughs> and a very nice uh, feature wall um, in your office there. No. Very, very nice. Enough of, of the day job, which yeah, um look, uh, let let's hope in, in not too long a time that you won't need to have a day job, but um that's another conversation for another day. Let's highlight on the weekend. Huge, huge, huge congratulations. You, as I say, you, you've given yourselves a chance, 2018 over, over Ireland, to, to go into that pool uh, with Colombia, uh, Samoa, and the, the runner-up from, from Asia, isn't it? Um, yep. In there as well. Just take us through the, the gambit of emotions on, on Saturday. Oh, um, so I think, obviously, we we didn't watch the game prior to us. We didn't watch um, the Italy-Spain game. Um, I went to warm up and I, I didn't, it was literally as we were running out to warm up, I had just said to Rachel Malcolm, like, what was the score? And she obviously told me. So we kind of knew at that point what what we had to do to get to the repetage. Um, we were never going to qualify outright, um, but it didn't really change, change anything at all. Um so yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was kind of a huge personal day for me in terms of getting my fiftieth cap, but it didn't. Again, that part of it didn't seem so big at the time, just because this game was really our final, our final shot at it. Um, <laughs> I can't. What? I honestly can't even put into words the whole game. It was a very difficult game, and but I can't say there was any point that. I didn't think we could win it. Don't get me wrong, it was very close to the edge at the end, but um yeah, it was highs and lows. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was one, one of those you, you, you stay in a game um, and you score just, just before half time. Is that right? Um, yeah. Memory serves me right. Yeah, you, you watch a lot of games, they all mold into one. Um, yeah, I think that, that was a really important score just to, to, just to keep because Ireland had, yeah, really had that, that sort of uh, a purple patch sort of during the, the, the middle part of that, that first half to, to score then and it just, just to stay in the fight. And then. Well, let, let's go to, to, to the dying moments then. Um, and you win that ruck and the ball comes out right. And then who's who's there, Chloe, um, to, to, to put in the try. But it's not over there. What what are you doing there? I mean, I can see you've got some nails there, but I'm surprised you've got any of those left. <laughs> what was I, being uh, said? <laughs> I, I swore, I suppose, like in terms of five minutes up, there was, obviously, we got the kick. And I thought, so obviously, I was thinking in my head, like, right, this is going to be the last line out of the game. Thinking, obviously, about driving them all, like, in my head, fully, this is how we were going to score. Um, but unfortunately, it kick went dead. So then it was a whole, okay, we've got three minutes left or something. Um, anyway, as you say, we, we got the try. And I don't think, I mean, I love to celebrate the small wins, but I, I couldn't even... I knew instantly from that moment that that try meant nothing unless we got the kick. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Sarah Law steps up and there's probably no one else that you would want in that position. Uh, she was my roomie for the past three weeks. Um, so, yeah, she is calm as anything. She'll have just gone through her normal processes. She won't have let the event or anything get to her. She's done that kick hundred times before um but yeah we obviously seen the clock there was nothing else we could do we all just kind of linked up together oh I, I I think I closed my eyes I don't even know if I watched it I um oh the most nervous it kind of gives me it still makes me feel a wee bit sick even knowing the result of it and uh oh I could, oh the happiest I think I've ever been after a game it was unbelievable I, I I love that and 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 the fact that you're you're, you're claiming Sarah's calmness on being her roommate over the last few weeks. That's, uh... <laughs> that's got nothing to do with me. We are complete opposites, but she's definitely helped me. Uh, no, brilliant! It was an amazing moment, and and so then the the, the joy obviously takes over. Um, not you know that, that that extended joy that possibly possibly Italy had, but you, but you give yourselves a, a chance and. It's not not been an easy road, is it, for, for anybody in the rugby world? But but you guys and and and, and Chris has to step away, and Brian comes in and, and what have you. And it, there has been a real sense of, and we've mentioned it many many times on this podcast about a sense of, of everything growing. With that, I'm not say a culmination of that, but but all of that came out within that 80 minutes, and then obviously spilled over once once Sarah gets the kick. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's been. Oh, hard for everyone obviously to get to this point in these qualifiers and I mean our first game against Italy was nothing what we wanted it to be and then obviously to get the win win against Spain um, we'd obviously put ourselves in that position so I think we came into this competition as, as like the lowest seed so we kind of knew maybe the odds were against us I don't know but deep down going into that game like we had every belief we could win it um and the difference I think for us is 
obviously we've just had three weeks together completely three games on the trot and that's something we're not used to and the strides that you can make when you're with the team for that long and learning from each game um well I think it just shows um so yeah I'm just delighted um I mean it's funny that's exactly what uh, Jada Frank has just just said to me yeah time together Mm-hmm. Knowing what somebody's going to do, just anticipating them, just knowing that they, they might need a, a a tap on the back of the head or or a little squeeze or, or whatever it may be, and you, you get those intricacies from, from from spending that 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 time together. But you say, and, and it's twice you mentioned it, and um, I'm a big one for the psychology of, of, of twice you said that. Not at any point did I think we would lose the game, but. I mean, what, 38-13 uh, against Italy, and you know, it's one of quite second best in that game. Within two weeks, you turn it around to, to beat a highly fancied Ireland side um, to squeeze into the World Cup. Well, is it purely down to that time together? I think it's, I mean, we can learn a lot from that Italy game. I will not lie, that Italy game, I have never played in heat like it and I don't think any of us were prepared for how hot that game was going to be. It was 32 degrees. Um, We obviously only found out the qualifiers were going to be in Italy for four weeks. So there was absolutely no time for that kind of preparation for players to acclimatise. That was the heart, like the heat. Don't get me wrong, like we made lots of errors. We did not play the game we wanted to play. But I would personally say the Heat played a huge level in people's kind of ability to play the rugby that we wanted to play. Um, obviously, our last two games were in the evening, so it was much cooler. Um, so, yeah, did help us a lot um, because we did really, really struggle with the Heat. Um, but... The huge, again, the Italy game, there was so much learnings and we had a long day of analysis the day after. Uh, as a team, um, everyone kind of together going over clips and I think being able to rectify that straight away in a game and not having to maybe just play a game and wait, and it was all the same players all together, um, that helped. And then again, just be able to back it up again after this main game uh, going into Ireland. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm just going to ask one more, one more question about about the team, and then we'll get on to your your personal milestone. Uh, I just ask yeah, that pool that you go into, Revachage. Um, well, we we both said it at first attempt this morning. That's that, that's quite something. Um, Samoa, uh, Colombia, as we say, the, the runners up of the uh, the Asia regionals. You've got fancy your charges there, haven't you? Again, this will be the first time we'll probably we'll be going in as top seed, but. Again, we've we've not played these teams before. Um, we we're not we're not going in there naive to it. We, like we know there's still a big challenge ahead, and and ultimately we've not qualified yet. So there's three huge games that we're going to have to play um, that are so so important. But to just give ourselves that opportunity um, is massive um but um they'll equally all be up for it and again we we went into this refuge as bottom seed so maybe no one expected us to get where we did and them teams could be exactly the same so we won't we won't be kind of going into that naive to it yeah 
Sarah and Alice will be very, very happy with your, your media straight back <laughs> answer to that one. They'll be delighted with you. Samoa, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> pop your tin hat on um, and, and, and get, raise yourself for the, for, for the physical. But no, you're, you're battle-hardened to these uh, these these repechages now. Um, you'll breeze through it, I'm sure. Um, let, let, let's get on to, to, to you personally. Um, your 50th cap, um, you've not missed the game. I do correct me if I'm wrong, since your debut in 2014. Yeah. What You said earlier that it was about the team and it sort of didn't register with you, but, but you had a, a nice moment. They, they brought you out by, by, by yourself. Did, did you have, did you afford yourself a, a moment or two just to, just to have a little think about um, what an incredible achievement that is? Yeah, I think, to be fair, the, the, the like, night before... Um, Kind of the team put together a really, really nice video for me. Uh, I didn't have anyone there, like friends or family, which most people didn't, obviously, just with circumstances. Um, but I don't know, it didn't really matter. And I obviously I came into the gate, um, the tournament, knowing I might get my 50th, but it was touch and go at times. Um, I I hurt my quad in the first game for Italy. I didn't do team run or anything. So it was touch and go. So I was just, when the day arrived, I was I was just grateful I was able to play. Um, I think, yeah, I didn't know I was going to be running out myself. So that kind of came as a surprise there. Um, but it was really nice and real special. And I think just how it all ended, I honestly couldn't have asked for a more perfect 50th cap experience. No, absolutely, and then and you, you're back in the change room. You've done the hugging, the the hoopering, wallowing. Uh, who's 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 the first person you you pick up the phone and speak to? Oh, I've got um. I mean, that's probably the most my phone has ever been, the most popular yeah. I think I've ever been. But um, <laughs> no, my my mum and my boyfriend that both like both of them are kind of probably my biggest supporters. Um. Yeah. So yeah, they were straight on. But extended family, all my friends, I I have a good, very good support network at home. <laughs> oh, tremendous! No, good, good to uh, good to hear. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. You're 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 being very very humble, and um, yes, I, I didn't expect anything. But but when you have choppy waters, um, that that Scottish women's rugby, I think you know, if we're honest, admittedly has been in. To have somebody like you, a rock of consistency, is 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 absolutely vital to, to getting it to where it is today. And I, and I know you that yourself, but um, that's that's the, the truth of it. So from from all of us here and, and the women's rugby community, huge huge congratulations because you know, you, you know a nation can hang hang its hat on on, on people like yourself. So please don't you know you'll have time to reflect possibly when you know when you do hang up the boots. But um, yeah. Do take a moment to, to reflect because um, you, it shouldn't be underestimated your achievement. Thank you, thank you very much. I uh, no, I've I've been incredibly lucky, but equally I've worked incredibly hard to kind of to get here and do it. And I'm just grateful. I I couldn't again. Scottish women's rugby has made strides. I've I was at the last World Cup qualifiers and like I've seen players there that knew that was their last chance of getting to a World Cup and I think that stayed with me that stayed with me all four years like I'd seen kind of that the heartbreak there and I, like I've seen that on Irish players um on the pitch on Saturday so I don't know yeah 
it kind of everything these past four years has been building towards obviously this game never mind 50 caps that's just kind of a bonus for me brilliant oh well it would be it would be sensational i know, I know you've got three really tough games coming up and um media 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 um but it, you know, it'd be amazing to to see you down in new down in new zealand at a world cup uh it would be yes uh yeah Something deserved for, for for somebody like yourself, who's as I say, been, been such a constant for Scotland. But huge congratulations! Thanks to your accountancy firm for letting us have so much <laughs> of your time this morning. Um, Emma, back to the back to the day job. But huge congratulations to you and, uh, and the squad uh, on a personal level. Brilliant milestone, and um, yes, you've been a, been an absolute legend. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Rachel Taylor, and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. Hey, Berth, have you heard of VO? VO? Yes, VO, the sports camera that can film rugby matches out the net for a camera operator. Really? Yeah, the camera uses two 4K lenses to capture the entire pitch in 180 degrees to make sure you don't miss a single moment. Saracens women and Wasps women already using their cameras last season. So is it just for elite sport? No, VO is, is bridging that gap berth between grassroots and elite sport with state-of-the-art camera technology, making it easy and accessible for everyone to use so that every team, big or small, can watch themselves play and develop and level up. Now that sounds like the perfect coaching tool. And it's portable. Portable? Yes, it attaches to a prior tripod which means you can set it up anywhere without the need for internet or mains connection. And do you know what best bit of it all is? Theo are offering the Women's Rugby Pod listeners £100 off a camera by using the discount code WRP100. That's WRP100 for £100 off your very own VO camera. Visit VO. Dot co. That's V-E-O dot C-O. Well, fabulous to have Emma on the pod. What an, an incredible achievement. 50 caps and not missed a game since her debut in 2014. That is real durability. And as I said to her there, very, very important player when you know, things around you are, aren't going so well to, to be a constant um, so, yeah, huge achievement and the yeah, massive, massive congratulations to her. Massive congratulations to to Scotland to give themselves a shot. And you would expect, wouldn't you, um, Colombia, Samoa, the run-up of the, the Asian uh, tournament, that they'd have a good chance of, of getting into the World Cup. So, um, yeah, some good times for, for Scottish rugby. Congratulations to, to Brian Easton and and the goose previously, and, uh, and yes, that's, uh, that's tremendous news for them. So just a reminder of those details from, from that weekend. Italy beat Spain 34-10 with that bonus point to qualify directly to the World Cup. And then that agonising loss uh, for Ireland, jubilation for Scotland, Chloe Rowley with a try, Sarah Law with ice in her veins to get that winning conversion to win 20 points to a team. 
Over the weekend, some uh, other international rugby was going on. A huge congratulations also to the GB7 stars for doing the double at Edmonton in the HSBC 7 series after going undefeated all tournament. GB won 25-22-5 against USA in the final. Not only to win in Vancouver, but Edmonton as well. Of course, USA got the silver, Canada the bronze after winning convincingly against Mexico. What about Jazz Joyce? We've got some, some women's rugby all over social media of this little pocket rocket industry. Unbelievable tries that bend and then the pace. Um, yeah, just go on to social media and look for Jasmine Joyce World Rugby doing a, a lot of a lot of her tries in the weekend. But um, unbelievable couple of weeks for her. Player of the final, two weeks running uh, and deservedly so. But sadly, it's you know it's back to the day job for her now, and, and no clear path for her to continue to play sevens because um, as those results were coming through last week, the RFU announced a U-turn and decided to reinstate its full-time sevens program. Of course, Jazz being Welsh won't be included in that for uh, the RFU. <laughs> Strangely enough, uh, this is a welcome after the uncertainty that sevens players have faced after their contracts were, were pulled. Months before the Tokyo Olympics, um, where both teams just missed out on medals, of course. So, yeah, good news for English players, for Joyce, some of the Scottish players as well. Uh, yeah, uncertain times for them. We will see what happens with the, their own nations as to where they go with their individual sevens programs. This Saturday, over to Kazakhstan. They are taking on Japan in the first round of the Asia Rugby Championship. Hot off the press, Barbarians news for you. They have announced their coaching team for their November game against South Africa. Joe Yap of Worcester Warriors and Rachel Taylor of Sale Sharks. Congratulations to those two. They've been a little coaching duo before, haven't they, in that the victory over the Wales. We're all very much looking forward to that Barbarians game. We'll bring you, no doubt, let's try and get inside the Barbarians. Come on with that, that week. That would be tremendous. India. Big news coming out of India. The Indian RFU have uh, entered into a three-year deal with a Sindh state government that uh, Provisions will be made for players to be paid for camps and tournaments in addition to insurance and nutritional support. This has brought a 180-degree attitudinal shift, said Raul Bose, the Indian Rugby Board member. In reality, it allows players uh, who make it into the squad for over 30-day camps and travelling for eight-day tournament to earn around 35,000 rupees, which is around £350, including... Excluding max bonuses and wins and performance awarded for medals. Uh, if, if India can do it, what are other nations doing? I mean, it's, 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 it's detailed. Um, this article came from um, Susan Miller. And thank you for, for discovering this one for us. Um, and I just... This quote here, we made a vow uh, that no player would have to spend a rupee after they received a letter inviting them to national camps. Their transport from where they are in the country to a cinder in a flight or a first-class air-conditioned coach of a train. Once they set foot in the campus, which is the home, everything is taken care of to the finite detail 
this board member visited the camp in August, sat down and ate everything the players would eat to make sure the quality of the food and the supplements were bang on. They have a 24-7 caregiver to the team who is an ex-female rugby player for any after-hour emergencies and needs. They also have a dedicated gym on the campus with equipment that's been donated by the Japanese Rugby Union. Well done, them. Uh, and players are covered on insurance, both on their general health and rugby injuries. Other thing decided to not have any teams flying out one day before a tournament just to cut costs, but to make sure they have at least a couple of days in advance it's time to rest, train, and get ready. Superb news coming out of India. As I say, if things like that are happening in a, you know, not a, a lone rugby nation like India, uh, it does make you question those rugby powerhouses and what they are doing with their international women's rugby programs. One of those powerhouses of rugby, France, uh, their league has been back in action again. Pool A. Grenoble went down 27 points to 10 against Toulouse. The Bogny squeezed past Lons on the road 25-24. ASA Rogmanout beat Stadfond, say, 48-5. In Pool 2, Blagnac put up a, an impressive 71-13 win over Lille. Stade Bordelais, 31. Chile Malazan, 7. Lyon were beaten by Montpellier, 18-33 at home. He's the very champion S. Rogman top pool A with nine points on Montpellier Black at time. Top of pool two on ten points. That league takes a break for a week now. And it's back the following week. Meanwhile, over in New Zealand at the Farah Palmer Cup, Canterbury beat Otago. Wellington beat Bay of Plenty 41-34. Taranaki. Went down 19.35 to Hawks Bay. Manawatu put on 85 points to Tasman 7. Next week, it's semi-finals with Northland against Hawks Bay and Waikato against Wellington, while Canterbury have a friendly against Manawatu. In Ireland, while the national team obviously devastated with the weekend's result, the club rugby was up and Firing energy at all Island League with wins for Old Belvedere, Railway Union, Ballancog, Malone and UI Bohemian. It will be interesting to see how this league develops through its inaugural year. I'm Jill Burns and you're listening to the wonderful Women's Rugby Pod. On to domestic news. Not quite sure why we didn't mention this last week, but uh, big news that Northampton Saints have announced a partnership with Loughborough Lightning, combining the two sides. The team will retain the Lightning's name, but wear Northampton's crest, and a number of games will be held at Franklin's Gardens, the home of the Saints. The partnership is also aimed at developing community-level rugby in East Midlands and offer opportunities for women into the administrative and coaching side of professional sport. An important distinction, that. Um, don't have too many female coaches and administrators doing at the, uh, the the top level of the game, and uh, promoting those things is, is really really good. It's interesting, isn't it, to see how these these clubs are, are latching on, um, for want of a, a better word. Um, we've seen that with Leicester and Litchfield. 
yeah, I just wonder where things are going to go, whether we are just going to have a literally a mirrored premiership for the women. Um, we have said all along, haven't we, that uh, I think Bert would agree, and I doubt she'll tell me if she doesn't, uh, but so the women has to forge its own path. Uh, it does not necessarily just following what the men are doing, though, of course, the attractions of using facilities, rugby IQ, uh, physios, strength and conditioning, all that kind of stuff is is obviously hugely attractive and uh, gives that a huge professional uh, element to it. So it's a, it's a difficult path to, to tread, but uh, there you are, Loughborough Lightning and Northampton Saints align. No Alliance Premier 15s games this week, although Gloucester Harbury announced she was canny on the pod, wasn't she? Anna Capra, she wouldn't give us the lowdown, but she has joined Gloucester Harbury as has Christian Sumner. Of course, was at Harlequins for a, a part of last season. And Maya Leonard from the from fellow USA International as well has gone to Gloucester Harbury. So there's some, some signings down in the West Country. However, there were some results domestically from the North and South Championship Leagues that commenced last weekend. And uh, yeah, new to the pod this week. This year, there's such an enthusiastic bunch. Um, be done by the Shepherd Max at uh, Women's Rugby Data. Um, Championship South results Bath 12, Blackheath 0, Hove 5, Old Albanians 19, Henley 31, Reading Abbey 5, Richmond 29, well done, Victoria Rush, uh, Buckingham Swan 7, Thurrock 73, Supermare. Three and up in the north, Cheltenham 102 nil against Sefton. Wildwood Waterloo went down 79 nil to Harrogate. Loughborough Town put 60 points on Barnsley, who recorded 12 points. Lich Ladies 19, West Park leads 31. And Nova Ladies squeezed past Kenilworth 15 points to 12. This week in the Premiership, Bristol take on Sale. One of the stream games is Exeter against Wasps. DMP host Loughborough. Gloucester take on Quinns. That's your other stream game on RFU platforms. And Saracens travel to Worcester. Interesting to see how. Uh, internationals coming back into the squads returning from, from the duty will will affect teams' performances and therefore potentially results as well. Finally, though, a few shout-outs and some significant ones as well. Not before time, a huge, huge congratulations to Sarah Cox for being the first woman to referee a men's premiership game all over social media, and rightly so. It was great to see her at the end as well, uh, signing autographs and people wanting selfies and what have you. A, a, a real trailblazer Sarah is for the game. She performed excellently um, during the game. And being the first professional female referee, she continues to break glass. Congratulations to her. Just announced moments ago before recording this podcast on Tuesday, Claire Malloy, Dr. Claire Malloy, today announced her retirement from the international game. 74 caps 
for the open side, the open side generation messages flying from all over the world and from players as well. And that's hugely significant. You get the respect of the people you're playing against. It says it all. And there's huge amounts of those flying in for Claire. Huge congratulations from everyone here at the WRP, from both myself to, to you, Claire. Um, a, a, a brilliant career. I did just pick out one um, tweet to, to Claire from, from Gary Street, the World Cup winning coach of 2014. I hate it every time you're in the opposition. Please take that as a compliment. And I'm sure she wills. What a what a battle-hardened international she was. She did the, the green shirt. Uh, very, very proud. So all the best with your next chapter. Claire, big congratulations to Ghislaine Landry as well and her wife for the birth of their first child. Many congratulations to the, uh, the Canadian legend. And a big shout-out for Le Crunch Militaire. The UK Armed Forces play the French military side. Most appearances from Prem and Elite One players on both sides. So get down to the Portsmouth United Sports Ground if you can. It is a 7 o'clock kickoff tomorrow. That's Wednesday the 29th for the UK Armed Forces against the French military side. Yes, and some proper players, actually. Amy Cade's in there. Um, some big French names as well. But that's about it from us this week. Don't forget, you can get uh, £100 off a VO camera with the code WRP100. If you fancy getting yourself seen around the place in some of our exclusive stash, uh, then please go to www.hallbro.com forward slash WRP. Everything on there to keep you warm journey, winter month coach, gilets, midlays, all the rest of it. Lots of technical clothing, which uh, myself have no idea about whatsoever. But yeah, huge thank you for, for joining us this week. Great to hear from Aaron of the Scotland Cab. Brilliant to hear from uh, Jada and the victorious Italians. Get in touch with us. Subscribe, rate, share our stories at Pod Women's Rugby across the socials. Via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the rest of it. We are there. Thank you to our guests, to Jada, to Emma. Huge thank you to the team. Behind this, Sean, Harry, Tom, Rugby Up and Bluebell. We will see you next week. Until then, add more substance to your life and less spectacle.